Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 127 of the Ask the Coach Show, where Ping Seals answers your table tennis questions. Now, 127 is the highest signed 8-bit integer. That's just a fun fact for us. But the drill of the week this Wednesday is the Lazy Falcon Bird. In the questions, we'll discuss how the amount of exercise you've done can affect your playing. We'll give you some tips on playing as a blocker. And we'll discuss getting mesmerised by the ball rather than moving. And why sometimes your shots may not be as effective in a match as they are in training. I'm Jeff Plum. And as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Good evening. And uh, Jeffrey, um, so... Show's a little bit later today because you had a basketball game. There were a lot of uh, bookies out there taking bets uh, that uh, this show wouldn't go ahead, but you have defied the odds. Well done. You've made it to the show. I have. I've made it to the show, and I'm not really injured, so that's that's amazing. People thought I'd get injured. Um, for those of you watching, you can see i got my uh, basketball shorts on. Um, yeah, it's... I didn't score any points, though, and our team lost. So I don't think it was a great success. But we did play a team that had come up from the higher division and come down, had come down to a, our division. So they, our opponents were expected to win. We were up 11 down at half time. We just couldn't hold on and ended up losing. So um, it was a close battle. Well, that's that's not bad. And... and- the main thing, Jeff, is that you've got some exercise out of it, and that's fantastic. Exactly. That's right. It certainly is. It's always good to uh, get some exercise. Not um, always about the winning. <laughs> Indeed. Now, we, it's Wednesday, Alice, which means we're going to discuss a drill of the week. And today we're talking about the lazy falcon bird. Now, sometimes I can be a bit lazy, so I'm quite, I quite like this drill. <laughs> yes. So um, a couple of weeks ago, we uh, discussed the Falkenberg drill. So the Falkenberg drill is where you do a backhand from the backhand side, you turn around and do a forehand from the backhand side, and then you do a forehand from over in the forehand corner. Um, and it's we discussed... quite a hard drill, isn't it, Alice? Because you've got to move. Once you pivot, you've got a lot to cover, and then you've got to get back for the backhand and then pivot again and back. So there's a lot of moving in the Falkenberg. Yeah, it is, and um, and and it's it's a useful drill. But I like also like the lazy Falkenberg because um, what the well what the lazy Falkenberg is first is instead of just playing one backhand and then pivoting on the forehand, you can play one or two or three. You decide when you want to change and play the forehand from the backhand corner, and then the blocker puts the next one out to the forehand, and then we start again. So we do backhand, backhand, backhand. When I pivot and play the forehand, then the next one goes out to my forehand corner. So this is a little bit more game-like, isn't it? Because um, in a game situation, you probably are playing, you know, one or two backhands or maybe three. You've also then got to make the decision about which ball you you can go around and pivot on as well. So it's not just a mechanical um, mechanical uh, drill where you know where the ball's going all the time. So, um, yeah, really like Lazy Falkenberg, and um, you should give it a try and just see um, how you adapt to Lazy Falkenberg as opposed to Falkenberg drill. Indeed, yeah. So once you've had a try, uh, leave a comment and let us know what you thought of the drill, the Lazy Falkenberg. All right. Um, yesterday's Pink Skillers question of the day, Alice, was 
Can Mima Ito reach number one? Yes. Well, I'd like to think so. And um, Naranjan um, has said, um, I think looking at Mima Ito's stats, she should reach number one position by November this year. So uh, that's probably on a uh, very linear sort of progression, though. Um, I think it becomes a little bit hard harder once you once you get up to those that pointy end of the of the ranking list so it'd be nice to see wouldn't it it'd be nice to see a young Bima Ito get up there by November this year um I don't think so unfortunately and can she ever reach number one or oh, I'd like to think so again but you know what I think overall the Chinese players as a group or as a team um are so strong, and I think it's just hard for them, hard for anyone else to break through that that almost barrier that that surrounds them. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, it, it's it's a big challenge, that's for sure. But um, people have done it before, and um, on both the men's and the women's side, so it it will happen again. Um, can Mima Ito be the one? As she's showed all the right signs so far. Um, you know, up to number 11 already at her age. I'm not, is she still 14 or has she turned 15? But very, very young. Oh, and she's 14. Uh, 14, there you go. And, yeah, so she's got a good chance. But like you said, you know, it's, it's really difficult to reach the best player in the world and become number one. I hope so. And um, we'll be privileged to see her live, Alice, at the Australian Open um, shortly in only a few weeks' time. Yes, yeah, we, uh, we're we lucky enough to be doing the, the commentary for the Australian Open um, again this year, which will be up in Tweed Heads um, in early June. I think the uh, we'll, we'll actually be up there doing the commentary on the 7th of June. Um, and, uh, yes, checking the list, we were both very excited to see that uh, Mima Ito will be coming out and we'll get a chance to see her again and see the progression that's happened in uh, in that one year as well. Indeed. All right. Now, the Ping Skillers question for today is a nice, easy one, so no excuse for not answering. So jump onto pingskills.com, click on the blog link, and uh, leave a comment to let us know how long have you been playing table tennis? All right. No, that's an easy question. No reason you shouldn't answer. Get on and leave a comment. How do they do that, Jeffrey? Um, yeah, well, the easiest way is to go to pingseals.com, click on the blog link, and you'll find this show, and you can leave a comment there. But you can also probably leave a comment on our Facebook page, or, you know, there's a lot of ways. You can tweet it, even, if you want. We we like to get you involved however you, however you like. <laughs> All right. Now, Brock, we haven't heard from Brock for a little while, Alois, um, but Brock has um, told us, he's just really a comment, really, I have improved a lot, and now I am one of the best in my school. So congratulations, Brock. Good work on your progress, and, um, you know, keep on improving, and maybe you can become the best in your state. So that's good news, isn't it, Alois? That is good news, yeah. So we've been following Brock's progress uh, for a while, and, you know, we we had the, the, the epic saga of uh, him trying to beat the tall guy, and he finally did that. But, yeah, it is. It's great to see the progression, and it's great to hear um, the progression of a lot of the ping skillers. We, um, we often get um, emails or messages uh, from our ping skillers, you know, telling us 
just how much they are improving. It's, it's always good to hear. I mean, um, I certainly never get sick of getting those emails. So, uh, yeah, keep them coming. Love them. Indeed. And, you know, talking of emails, if you're not on our email list, go to pingskills.com and join up. Hit the sign up now or the join button and um, get our free newsletter. Start getting involved and, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a good experience and hopefully we can help you improve. So head to pingskills.com. All right, now, JDev has got a bit of a query, Alois. Um, JDev says, I played very well without doing that much exercising. On the other day, I played better after doing, you know, good exercises. So the reverse was true. Sometimes I play well even when I'm exhausted. What is all this mess? I can't understand. Can you please give me your insights? Yeah, JDev, I understand your pain. It's it's really hard, isn't it, to 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 break through all that, um, all those different experiences we have and really work out when we're going to play well or when we're not going to play well. If, if we had the definitive answer, um, we would be very, very famous people. Um, so the, the, the most important thing, though, to think about, I think, is just your emotional level or, your, or the, yeah, the emotional level and, and trying to think about controlling that. Your physical ability doesn't really change that much from day to day. Um, so, you know, if you can play a forehand today, you'll be able to play it tomorrow. If you can play and do a good serve today, you'll be able to do it tomorrow. You might improve a little bit, you know, uh, but what does change really quickly is just your emotional level or, or just um, how psyched up you are or whether you're too psyched up or too relaxed or, or those sort of things. So, so that's the, that's the real um, roller coaster, I suppose. And we do have um, a sports psychology section on our site. Go there. We've got some interesting uh, videos there for you that you can just watch straight up, and that will give you a bit of an insight and maybe just get through a little bit of the mystery of why you do get those, you know, highs and lows um, that seem almost unexplainable, you know, like or inexplicable. So just, yeah, take a look at that and see, see if it uh, demystifies it a little bit for you. Yes, and demystification, that will be good. Um, thanks for the question, Jadif. All right, now, Johnny says, I've watched some blockers matches, and I've found their playing interesting. I'm wondering if you've got any tips for playing as a blocker, and is the blocker style effective? Yeah, the blocker style certainly can be effective. Um, so... We, we've talked a lot about how to play against a blocker, but as far as playing as a blocker, there's a couple of things. So the first one is that you need to utilise um, your opponent's pace and think a lot about your placement of the ball. So think about where you're going to put the ball, where your opponent is stronger and weaker at attacking, and you're trying to shut that attack down as much as you can. Um Another really important thing is that if you are playing against a good attacker, if you can sometimes just make a simple attack yourself, that really throws the attacker out um, out of whack. So, so give that a go as well. So as a blocker, think about utilising the pace, placing the ball really well, and 
when you get, do get an opportunity or a simple opportunity, just make some attack yourself because that really changes the, the nature of their game for the attacker as well. Excellent. Good advice there. Yeah, I, I certainly noticed that myself when I, in the past when I played blockers or even defenders. If they're not attacking that much, you're not really ready for it. So when they do make the attack, you, you're caught off a big guard. So it's definitely a good tactic. Um, yeah, so I, I like that idea. Yes, and um, I was up at the New South Wales Open, as I talked about uh, yesterday or the day before, and um, and I saw uh, Paul Pinkowich play. Now, for those of you in Australia, you probably know Paul Pinkowich. Um, he was Australian champion and um, uh, still playing, uh, which is a, which is amazing in itself. But he was a he was a defender, or he still is a defender, and I still remember um, when playing against him. Any time he made an attack. It was so difficult to get back, and I was watching him um, actually play Nick Brown, Jeff, so uh, someone that we we know, and yep. he was playing against Nick Brown, and I saw Pinkowicz come in and make this attack, and the ball just goes so slowly, and it just doesn't go anywhere, and Nick Brown said, oh, I was waiting so long, and I missed it, and I thought, I can relate exactly. So as a defender or as a blocker, if you can just make a simple attack, it can be really difficult for the attacker to uh, to judge the pace and to to adjust to that different stroke. Excellent. All right. Hopefully those tips help you out, Johnny. Um, let us know. Leave us a comment. Let us know if that helps you out. And if you do start playing more as a blocker, how you uh, keep progressing. Now, Ilya is next up. And Ilya says, I only react if the fastball is coming into my hitting zone or nearby. Typically, I stand in my backhand corner and I see that my opponent is going to top spin to my wide forehand. But instead of moving to the forehand, I'm mesmerized by the ball and the opponent. So what's happening here, Alois, and how can Ilya, you know, remedy this situation? Yeah, so so firstly... Um perhaps getting yourself a little bit more central to the table. So you said that you you tend to park yourself over on the backhand corner. So try to be a little bit more central to start off with. Secondly, make sure that you're tracking the ball well. So rather than just watching watching the ball, track the ball and allow yourself to react um, to where the ball is and then where the ball is coming um, as well. Um, we've got a video that, we, that we've actually referred to a couple of times now about improving your reflexes. And a, a lot of that is just making sure that you're getting yourself set up and facing the ball all the time. So watch the ball, track the ball, and allow yourself to adjust your position. So then if you see a person attacking, you're facing them. If the ball goes to your wide forehand side, you track the ball straight there. If you're sitting on your backhand side and almost waiting for a backhand, then if the ball comes to your forehand, it's a surprise and you and then you have to react. So so track the ball all the way from the moment that they're hitting the ball or all the way through. Then from the moment they hit the ball, you see where it's going and you move directly to that position. So so I think that'll really help you. Yeah, yeah, good idea. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, it is a video for our premium members. We've got lots of free videos for uh, the non-premium members, but we've also got lots of video for our premium members. So if you want to check out 
Um, if you want to get better at your table tennis, then take a look at the premium membership. Yeah, we've got videos on serving, receiving, training secrets. We have a 52-week training course. We've got lots of after-coach responses and videos like this one on improving your reflexes. So definitely worth checking out the Ping Skills Premium Membership at pingskills.com. All right, next question, Alex, is from Pradeep, who says, while practicing the stroke, I find myself quite comfortable executing my backhand. But during the game, when my opponent blocks or drives on my backhand, I find my backhand return goes into the net most of the time. So what's happening here, Alois? Yeah, so pretty um, in a, in a practice situation, especially if you if you're practicing and you know where the ball's coming, it's a whole lot different to a match situation where you don't know where the ball's coming. So if you know where the ball's coming, you basically you, you get into your start position and you play your stroke um, effectively. But but as I said, it's really different if you don't know where the ball's coming. So you need to move from this position, from a really central position, to your start position and then play your stroke. And sometimes in the match situation, you don't um, react fast enough and get to that ball fast enough. And so you, you're caught short of time and that's when the ball goes into the net a lot of the time. So the, the best thing to do is in your at training um, time, do some more random drills. So drills where you don't know where the ball's coming and then start to be able to react and play your backhand at the same time. And you'll find that that will really start to help you in the match situation because that's um, that's the next step. It, so the first step is to be able to play your backhand. Okay. The second step is to be able to react and then play your backhand. So, so that's the next step that you need to start to think about more random drills during your practice time. Okay, excellent. So, so it is a progression. You need to develop that basic backhand first, make sure you got that right, and then try and you know move on to the next step, incorporating those uh, random drills. Yeah, that's right. It is, it is a progression. And in our um, training d- drills download that you can get, um, we do have that progression there. So we've got, you know, from the one ball drills where you basically you know where the ball's coming um, to two ball drills. Again, you know where the ball's coming and three ball drills, etc. And then we um, also have some random drills there as well. So um, take a look through that training drills download. Um, it's free uh, at pingskills.com and utilise some of those drills um, for your practice time and that will help you to progress through the levels as well. Great. And is just playing matches itself effective or is that more kind of you don't really improve because you're not really ready for that? Um, Definitely playing matches is good as well, but not only playing matches. So you need to you need to um, also do your drills as well so that you um, are progressing through that. So if you just go straight into games, um, you're going to find it difficult to develop your technique and your strokes. Okay, excellent. All right, well, that's um, some good tips there, Pradeep. Um, It's good that you've got the backhand um, going nicely just in practice. Try out those random drills, and I'm sure you'll start to um, improve even more and be able to utilise it well in games. Keep on going. You're doing well. All right, so that wraps up Episode 128. Thank you, everybody, for watching. 
Make sure you uh, leave a comment. So the best way, pings, go to pingskills.com, click on the blog link, find this show, leave a comment to let us know the answer to the Ping Skills question of the day, which was how long have you been playing table tennis? We look forward to your comments and we will see you again soon. And thank you, Alois. Thank you, Jeffrey. And get on to uh, pingskills.com. We want to know how long you've been playing. See you soon. Bye.